Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit cornbreadhemp.com and enter the promo code BIGX at checkout. Enjoy the entire holiday season with a little help from our friends at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's first choice for all things CBD. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be, cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats. The cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, his buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Jesus, Rash, get it together! It's game day, come on! Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. Hey. December 9th, 2021. Justin, we got a lot of texts. We do have a lot of texts. Love it. I'll get them sent over. Well, I mean, like, even on, you know, some of the ones you see, you got to go up because yeah. there's a lot of multiples. Oh, wow. Wonder, Big day on the Thornton's text line. Yeah, I wonder why. Here, well, it's because I stopped in at Thornton's on the way into the station today. That's probably why. Ah. Where's my wide willy? Did not get a wide willy. I where's do have long, a mystery John? Uh, yeah, Christmas you, you bag over here. You finally brought in the cornbread hemp. Great. About time. Give it to me. <laughs> it's actually not the cornbread hemp. What? You didn't bring that in? <laughs> no. What is wrong with you? I've brought goodies instead. Well, they're, Baked co- goods. they're cookies. Yes. Are two percent THC? <laughs> no, I, no. Uh, it's not Brooks' secret ingredient. Uh, okay, but it's Brooks' cookies. That's yes. a if, okay. That's and there's good. a I'll wide take, variety. I'll, I'll take that. That's very nice. And uh, chocolate uh, dip pretzels. I really thought it was a cornbread hemp though, and I was kind of getting excited about it. But I'll. I mean, now I'm excited about the baked goods. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Woo! That's nice of her. Yeah. She does. She she enjoys doing that. Well, hand them and on they're, over. They're tasty. Pick one. Green bag, white bag. You want the green, green one? Green bag. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going I'm, red and white. What do you think? You may have ripped because there's so many in there. Um, yeah. But we did uh, the candy canes. You got a little snowman. Oh, they're not really in like a container. They're just in the bag. Yeah. 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 Is that healthy? Is oh that... yeah. It's got Whoa, some a little that... Santa hat. Yep. Oh, and the judge. Hmm. I mean, she's a great cook. Yes. She 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 bakes well. 
Uh, we tried uh, gingerbread, changing it up with like uh, oatmeal in it too. You dip those in white chocolate. Great stuff. Hmm. Uh, some of it was, we're going to make some cookies for our friends and our neighbors. And well, neighbors weren't answering the door the other day. So more cookies for the big guy. A lot more cookies. Whoa. Than why yeah. wouldn't the neighbors answer the door? I guess, I guess they saw some big goon on the outside. And like, eh. yeah, that would be pretty terrifying. <laughs> Although if you're not putting them in containers, you could have just left them on the mat. So Ralph, you, the raccoons get into so you helped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Cause I mean, you, you said were. Well, and I what, think that's the you can taste the little bit of Roush different. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you really can. Um, but yeah, I, I helped very minimally. Duke helped as well. Duke. Wow. Yeah, yeah family affair. That's that's huge news. Well, thank difference. you very much, Justin. You're in for a real treat when you come in here. All right. And get your cookies. Looking and forward to it. All you listeners are in for a real treat today because you get to listen to us three talk for two hours. Wow. How lucky. You did it. You all did it. Man, just guess we're just going to be talking U of L forever now. Well, um, there could be a commitment tomorrow or today. That's exciting. That's 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 awesome. Yeah. Um, also, I found out I got I woke up to a, a late night text message with a little bit of scoop. Scoop. Yeah. Chris Bogle, remember him? The, uh, Florida. the Florida guy, yeah. He's uh, going to visit this weekend. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So there it is. Scoop, there it is. Is that first reported? I think that is first reported, too. So you're welcome, folks. Oh, are you gonna are you gonna tweet it out and I get to retweet it out? Yeah, I'll let you have it. Yeah. Well, I'll tag. Well, what if I just didn't tag you? In it? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really funny. Oh, that's good. Stuff. And that's sweet. Would, that, this yeah. this would be a huge addition. Uh, I guess the fact that he's visiting means it's it's serial. Yeah, yeah. And Tavion Robinson, the Virginia Tech receiver, he is uh, going to be in as well. So you got to feel good that Kentucky um, can maybe end the weekend adding a couple talented guys from the transfer portal. That would make, I think, a lot of folks feel good. Uh, feel feel good about next season. Still have my eyes on the secondary. But Bogle would be a huge addition. And then, obviously, you got to get some production replacement for losing your top two wide receivers in Kentucky. I thought you had something or a little bit of that with Taj Harris. But supposedly, UK's coaches are just in love with Robinson. The Virginia Man, Tech his, guy, So, Of all the three guys that have entered the portal, him, Watkins, and Harris, his tape is the most impressive. Um, a, lot of, a lot of good stuff on there, especially like the, the vision you see. And I know you're going to get a lot of, well, they got him to do stuff in the slot a la Wandale. And that's, that's not fair. Um, but the way that he can kind of make people miss – in the open field, I just I really like his athleticism, and he's he's done a lot in two short years with kind of bad teams too. Um, so I, I I'm excited to see what uh, Robinson can do. Really excited to see what Robinson can do. Same, same, and the like, the Bogle addition would be would make you feel a lot better replacing all the production you've gotten from Pascal, and and that would be nice. Just another. Mm-hmm. Experienced guy that has gone against SEC linemen and, and kind of knows how physical and aggressive and big those matchups can can be. So, wow, look at that, Roush. Woo, you just scoop uh, you cookies, scoop. Oh, man. It's Roush Day. I think you're going to have a great day, buddy. Is I hope poker so. tonight? 
Uh, it is. I'm not sure if I'm going to play yet or not. Uh, you got to play. You got like a lot got of good to. karma. Steelers are playing tonight, Justin. Yeah, you got to play. Woo! Daddy's yeah. night out. Yeah, tie one on. Oh, I'd, <laughs> may, well, see, and that was my only thing. Is it's like I had a kind of a Christmas party last night. We had a, a, a dinner, so it wasn't like a you know real hootenanny, but you know you have a couple drinks. Got another. We're closing our house tomorrow. It's Brooke's birthday tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a big weekend, big wow. weekend at the Roush house. Wow. That's great. Well, excited for you. More excited about the good UK football news though. Uh, just from a selfish and personal reason. And there's been, there's been plenty of good news within the UK program over the last couple of weeks, obviously gearing up for the basketball game at Notre Dame on Saturday, seven game win streak for the cats, obviously after dropping the first one against Duke, and then some good football recruiting news. And UK's football program not in turmoil, that's also great. Mm. Great not to have a program in turmoil. And, man, I'm getting even – even the people that I don't expect to hear from that, like, want to talk about it, everybody wants to talk about it, like, what's going on with Louisville. Or, like, so is Bob – can we get him? Like, I'm getting a lot of that. Um, but I talked to somebody yesterday who used to be pretty big at U of L. Like he was writing the press releases for all of the fallout and all the scandals and everything. And he was like, they just, there's no money over there to be able to make any sort of big time moves. So maybe Florida state pays uh, some, a good severance to, to old Vince Tyre. Um, but I, I, I don't know. What are we waiting on still? Nobody knows because nobody's talking. <laughs> it's so weird. So weird. I missed the caveat last night. I, like I, this was news to me as of six a.m. this morning. That that old Neely Bendapudi may be leaving. What is this news to you? Yeah, as of seven thirteen this morning. Yes. So uh, it all just came out from. A, <laughs> uh, supposedly, she may be taking the Penn State president's job. Oh wow. Last so, last one, turn the lights out at U of L. Oh my gosh. Are they just gonna is Chris Mack just gonna be president of the school? I'm not kidding. And the good thing for U of L, at least people still care. I don't know how so many people still care. I think the next scandal, you're gonna see fewer and fewer people care. I think each one of these you just have a little bit of drop off who are like, I just can't take it anymore. If if sports are a video game, I'm turning off the console. This isn't fun for me anymore. But you still have people care, and and that's a that's a good thing for U of L. But if I was a U of L fan that still did care, and credit to you if you do, at what point do you just have to like go down to the university and start protesting? I'm not I'm I'm not even kidding. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking. Nobody's talking. <laughs> You've had three board meetings with zero comments. The only Not comments are Tim Sullivan being like, let me in. Like, <sighs> gosh. God bless Tim Sullivan. Seriously. Did you all see the report yesterday that he climbed a flight of stairs? <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, what? So, it shouldn't be noteworthy to climb a flight of stairs. You, you weren't making bad joke. No, 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 no. He said, uh, he tweeted, University of Louisville Board of Trustees approves addendum to Vince Tyree's employment agreement to eliminate non-compete clause and require a 30-day notice. U of L receives no compensation for these concessions. 
Climbed a flight of stairs to see if I could elicit a comment from University of Louisville President Neely Bendapudi, who voted virtually on a decision to waive Vince Tyree's non-complete clause, was told she's not here today. Oh, well. Oh, flight tracker. Flight tracker. (laughs) The Penn State jet is in Louisville. I thought you were talking about a flight tracker for a for flight Tim of stairs. <laughs> How many flights of stairs Tim Sullivan walks? Um, we, I will never stop just being chortled, oh chortled when it comes to Tim Sullivan. What is happening though right now? This is much more chaotic than I thought it could get. Oh yeah. So that really, but like Tim is, you know, at least he's trying. At least he's trying. He is pushing U of L to be more transparent, and I mentioned that yesterday, and I do appreciate that from him. Doesn't mean I can't have a good chuckle of the fact he felt the need to put in climb to fly to stairs. No comment. Love you, Tim. Don't really, but do think that you are a joy to read your tweets. Uh, I can definitely. And then he also put out the this quote from Neely Bendapudi. I hope to set the tone that we have to be transparent. If I'm the only one that knows what's going on, if I'm the only one that holds the cards, if we have not shared information with people, you get bad decisions faster. Neely Bendapudi, August 21st, 2018. The thing is... I think you're holding all the cards, and I think you're the only one that knows, Neely. All, all of I can't believe pe- there's people that are still like supporting her. All of those people that are in charge right now looking for other places to go, they all have quotes like that. That that's that was there. We're coming in and we're going to be transparent. Can somebody tell me the difficulty in being transparent? I've never understood that. And we've built our whole entire show, Roush, around transparency, where if we say stupid stuff and people want to call us out, we're going to read it on the air and your opinion's going to be heard. Like, we, we I don't understand how universities, well, government, politicians can get away with a lack of transparency. And that goes, it, you would you understand, well, you understand it to some degree at a higher up level. Those people are somewhat untouchable. Elites of elite, they only get up to talk when they have to. But the president of a university that's been riddled in scandal for the last six years, and you got other stuff going on, and she can't even give a comment. She can't meet with the media. Doesn't have the guts to go out there and describe what's going on. And now well, maybe we we realize why, Roush, because she's on her way out too. This is all of them. They're all on their way out the door. <laughs> I can't. I like at what point? Oh, man. I'm I'm I feel like I'm empathizing with Louisville fans a little bit. I like on the one hand it is funny, and I'm glad it's not me. But it is. But just on like, the other hand, on. it's just like for the good U of all fans. What else? Can, what you all have just been completely and totally boned. Pardon my French, but nobody there is looking out for you. Nobody. This feels like a Batman movie. And this is like the part, you know, this is about an hour and 30 in when everything's just gone to hell. And you know the last hour is probably going to be Batman just mm-hmm. kicking ass. Well, who's, but U of L Batman never comes. I don't know. John Ramsey, he's still in town. Somebody put up... What if the sheriff is Batman? Somebody put up the Papa John symbol in downtown Louisville. There's one man that can fix this, and it's a guy that will eat 40 pizzas in 40 days. They just need to have a statue built of eagles doing it. 
put up outside of the president's office. Forget about it's the a, Lamar statue. We're gonna it's gonna be kind of like a it's still gonna be for Lamar, but instead of it, it actually being Lamar, it's gonna be two Eagles and, doing it. And it's gonna it's gonna replace the thinking man. And uh, if, you, <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with what we're talking about, Papa John Schneider has a huge statue in his foyer of two eagles just going to town on one another. Yeah. I, he says it inspires them. Yeah, because they they mate while they fly and they dive, and it inspires them. I'm inspired. I did have a buddy, a U of L buddy, say that like if Papa John's was still in the mix, maybe things would be as corrupted and problematic, but he did have the feeling that the football team wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> he was like, he wouldn't have his name on a bad football team stadium. Not for not for multiple seasons. Right. And I was like, yeah, there could be some truth to that. You know, he is just like a sink of money. Right. You can, there's just more and more. Just you pull just more know, garlic yeah, butter just... down there. You know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a spring of garlic butter, his wealth. <laughs> Goes got, on and on and on. It's like uh, Mr. Blue Powerade. It, well, at his house, it's just garlic sauce fountain that's just pouring from the <laughs> prospect home. <laughs> we should go. Hope my wife isn't listening. She's gonna get that. She loves Papa John's garlic butter. I mean, it's great. Any garlic butter. It's just not well, any garlic. The worst. Butter. The worst part though is when you get one of those garlic butters that's really runny. Gotta have a nice feel thick like consistency. I feel like that's Papa J's. But it it, it varies. Sometimes it's very oh, sometimes runny. Sometimes it's, it's runny. very okay. thick. Gotcha. You know. Did not know the consistency. Do you, do you give it the old college shake? <laughs> uh, yeah. You almost like to like you're packing a dip. You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Got to do that. But the, speaking of the, college shake, what's the college shake? Shake it. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's, never, what, that's what I figured. But that could I've go. Never a lot, heard that, could, it. that could go a lot of different ways. <laughs> what's the old college try? Uh, well, could go a lot of different ways. Not what Indiana did in the second half last night. God, don't we don't have to discuss that. Justin, we're gonna I thought dis- you we're said gonna, we're gonna discuss it. I thought you said they were gonna cover. I said they were gonna win for what it's worth. He did say they were gonna win. Oh. And I don't even, know, I don't even, know, the, I don't even know what the line and was. They should have pushed won. it. You're telling me a game that IU was up by twenty two, they should have won. Just oh uh, yeah. Come on. No, absolutely. They were up by twenty two. You don't close those bad boys out. <laughs> yeah, I know. You had them doubled up, thirty-four seventeen, and then still expanded on that lead. I, I truly just can't believe. It. I, I have no idea how it happened. I couldn't. I did not. I'm. I turned. I did not watch any bit of the second half because I turned it off because I thought I was cruising. Yeah. And I, you all look so much more athletic, and honestly, just faster than Wisconsin. I couldn't believe the score when I saw it. So what, ha- what happened? In all seriousness, what happened in the second half? In all seriousness, we played probably our best half in the first half that I've seen in seven, eight years now. And then the second half was the worst half I have seen in seven or eight years now. And I'm, I'm not joking when I say that. Indiana shot 23% in the second half, didn't make a three, shot 33% from the free throw line, and scored 17 points. Their seven. fewest... Their fewest Se- in a game and a half in the last 15 years. 17. 17. We put up almost 50 in the first half and scored 17. I, I wanted I, I wanted to make a how can you score 17 points with four head coaches joke, but like you, I, 17 points? Our head coaches could have went out on the floor and scored more than 17 points. Gosh. You'd throw Thad Mata's old ass out there, and he would have put up probably 17. I... Indiana, TJ, what it comes down to is 
and this is a common theme with Indiana. It's been every year for as long as I can remember. They get a lead like that in the game, and they come out in the second half, and they play to not lose as opposed to playing to win. Anytime, and it's not just Indiana. You see that across sports mm-hmm. and, and as a whole. If you come out and play to not lose, you're going to lose. The period. Come out to win. Step on their throats. God, I was so frustrated. I hate Wisconsin. I was, I'm was. i 32. I've, I was nine years old last time Indiana won at Wisconsin. What? Nine years old. It's sickening. It's the same thing over and over and over again. Wow. I love, I love fired I up, Justin. It. I hate it. I hate Indiana. I hate uh, – I told somebody at the bar last night, I hate being an Indiana fan. It is so frustrating every single year. And that would have – I feel like that's you're in a position to to really give your fans a, a nice win, you know, a real galvanizing. It's not, um, you know, beating Florida – but it, uh, hell, it almost is a streak like that. Mm-hmm. Just to give them a win, you got a 22 point lead. Wow. Justin, you're not going to want to hear it, buddy. But I think that that rant you just had, I think that's a good thing. I think, I think you're, you're back engaged with IU. Oh, it is. Yeah. You got you're expectations right. again. Uh, you used to be numb to some losses. Expectations, to be honest with you, I, I don't know that I have. Well, I, you, you don't. You obviously have expectations because you wouldn't have been so mad about them losing to Wisconsin. So you have expectations that they should beat teams that you think they're better than. I, I'm just mad. See, I didn't honestly expect when I said yesterday Indiana's going to beat Wisconsin. I did kind of have a feeling, and you all get those feelings on game day. Like, mm-hmm. but then the game rolls around and we're killing them, and I'm like, well, what is happening? This is not good. And I even told the girl I was training a girl at the bar last night. Aww. She said, she said, what time are we leaving tonight? This was during Whoa. halftime. All right. And I was like, um, I'll probably hang out until 10 unless Indiana chokes this away. Then I'm definitely leaving at 9 because I'm going to be so pissed. And what happens? I leave at 9. Like, and and it was, uh, having her there with me was almost even more annoying because she kept she was like one of those optimistic people. She oh, they're, they're only down three. They still got a chance. Like, Baylor, 23 seconds left. You, you don't watch Indiana basketball. There's not a chance. They're not coming back. <laughs> They're down. They're gonna lose. I mean, I love your, I love her optimism. I even told her that. But you don't know. Indiana doesn't win these games. And and pressure, high pressure situations. No matter who the coach has been, no matter who the players have been, no matter what fans are surrounding the court, Indiana does not win those games in high pressure situations. When it feels like it's going bad for Indiana, it's because it is. Could I suggest another head coach? No. In these trying times. No. I, I don't, don't want to hear IU new will be coach. fine. I bet IU yeah. gets in no, the tournament. No, no, you need more. No, more. we got to get to five head coaches. IU will be fine. It'll be, I bet, like an eight to ten seed in the tournament. See, that's – Ballpark sort of deal. You'll you'll feel like you wasted Trace Jackson Davis a little bit, but on the flip side, he'll have provided, you know, some, some semblance of success, so that will be good, more than Indiana's been used to as of late, so – I bet you'll you'll have fun this year, buddy. Well, and so that's the most frustrating part to me is because if I look at this team right now, Indiana's not a tournament team. Last night was a huge opportunity to get a good win and a tournament resume building win, and you couldn't do it. You you let twenty two point lead slip away. That that to me that to me is where it's inexcusable. If, when you have those winnable games, you have those tournament resume win- games. You've got to close them out. 22-point lead and a double overtime heartbreaker away from an undefeated 9-0, right. Justin. Right. It's got a sting.
but you'll be all right. But the turnover situation was a lot better last night, so that was good. Did Brad Davison like flop all over the place? Too? I hate Brad Davidson. It's amazing that he's in college. Like we do that that we, we do that a lot with players. He is he's definitely one of them. He's in the guy. He's in the Hall of Fame of players who have been in college athletics for way too long. He's one of those guys that if he's on your team, you probably love that man. When you're playing against him, God, his he's way too passionate. It's so annoying. Is he a floor slapper? He's, he's doing the, like the whole fist thing in the air. And, yeah, he does slap the floor from time to time. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, back to the UL Penn State Thank stuff. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. I'm so over it. Penn State, I mean, they're really going to hire their president. crazy <laughs> so they're gonna have roush i i'm i'm right. truly and utterly almost stunned that nobody at uofl is talking all right my question to you, who TJ, is the leader there if i surveyed uofl fans two weeks ago oh my gosh and i told them neely bendapudi vince tyre scott satterfield one's got to stay who's it going to be what do you think they'd say? Neely. Wait, so was it just Neely or Tyre? Neely, Tyre, or Satterfield. And they and one and they have to vote. You have on to pick one for to, one. Yeah. One to stay. You can only keep one. And this is a week ago. Or two two, weeks, two ago. weeks ago. So before the Kentucky They they'd whoosh. pick they'd pick Neely. I don't think it'd be even close. They're gonna end up stuck with Scott. Scott would be the first to go, and he's gonna be the only oh, one there. You're right. <laughs> so bad oh gosh it's so bad the funny thing is they would have said scott to go first on the yeah. other side of yeah. that spectrum oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been it would have been scott tyre neely in that order of who they'd prefer to leave roush this would be like if you went into a restaurant and there were people there working but you don't you weren't really sure what they were working on and nobody's and, and, waiting and, on and you. And nobody's talking to you. And you're like, can I get see? Can I get a table? They're just I, like clinging plates I, together. Yeah, oh yeah. None of it really makes sense yeah. once you start to pay attention to it. But they are like busybodied moving around and there are things happening you don't know. And then all of a sudden, Roush, you notice in the back left corner there's just a small fire nobody's even attending to. <laughs> and the longer you're waiting on somebody to attend to you, that fire is getting bigger and bigger. And they're still working, doing their own thing, but nobody's addressing the fire. Whatever you do, don't even look at the fire. Wouldn't you be concerned? Wouldn't you be like, all right, we, I need to get – there is some – it's almost like a brainwash situation. Like, what? Are, what? why is nobody talking? And if I'm like a board member at L. Could be a good time to kind of climb up their ladder. Show your U of L one C four. Show that you're stick. You're you're trying to do good and be transparent when nobody else is talking or letting anybody know. But not in anybody on the boards even talking. Nobody's talking. It's just media members basically fighting with one another about whose information is valid and whose information is invalid. And U of L could stop the in house fighting instantly by just coming out and you know, telling the truth, God forbid, but nobody's doing anything. And now it kind of makes sense because the AD is out the door. The president's out the door. It's wild. It is really, it's, it's hard to, I think this is the craziest thing that's happened in the UofL scandal. In the, in the UofL story, I think this is the wildest single moment in the, because this is the cleanup crew, Roush. These were the people that were coming in to make everything better. 
the thing is, it's the only one though that is actually following normal protocols. The thing that's defined <laughs> all U of L scandal or any sort of sensational thing over the last decade, it's been stuff that you just don't believe. This is just the normal run of the mill people getting new jobs. It's just that they're all trying to get out at the same time. And it's kind of like a, a bum rush that basically Satterfield was sitting in like the first row of coach and ready to get off the plane. And Vince and Neely are just sprinting from the back of the plane and they're going to get off first. And Satterfield's going to be stuck waiting in line to get off that big red jet. I have a theory of how, of all this that has happened. The Neely stuff is an interesting twist on it, but I, 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 I believe in the idea that Tyre was taught. I, I, first off, I've heard enough, and it just again Occam's razor. So it's just got it's got to be the thing that that makes the most sense. That Tyre was meeting with Brom, talking numbers. Brom was on board, and Neely said, for whatever reason, whether it's finances, whether it's her liking Satterfield. Whatever it may be, no, no, no. We're not changing coaches. We're not paying another buyout. We're not, we're not doing that from a financial standpoint. It's my opinion that Tyree got bothered by that, understandably so. They already butted heads on the Mac situation. Now this is the second time in the second major sport, two major sports, that you're butting heads with your president on decisions. You thought you were in charge of athletics, but your boss is telling you what you can and can't do. So... Without his contract being renewed, remember that, L had not renewed Vince Tyree's contract, extended it, done anything with it. Set to expire in just a few months. I think he said, well, I'm already butting heads with the president. I'm not going to get renewed. And I don't want to just sit here as a lame dunk AD where I can't even do my job for the next few months and then be out of a job. Vince Tyree's a really good networker. Anybody that's ever talked to him knows him. Friends of friends that know him. He's great at building and making relationships. I think he probably had done some networking across the conference. And I think Florida State said, we like this guy. We've heard good things about this guy. Do you have any interest? And Tyree said, I, ain't go- I, I, I don't want to. I want to be at L, but I've got nowhere else to go here. They're not extending me. They're not letting me do my job. So I got to. I don't think Tyree had a choice but to go to Florida State. I think he was somewhat, his hand was forced out of Louisville because if you don't have a contract extension, what else are you going to do? So I think the fact Tyree was gone, which UofL fans didn't really mind, and that's one thing or another, if you do or don't mind, I don't care. But I think that was Neely doing that. But what is to be said if Neely's doing that, basically forcing your AD out, and then she's on her way out? Makes no sense. Or it's just hard to fathom. Who takes over? Who's making the decisions moving forward? Who's making the decisions right at this moment at UofL? Because it can't be Neely if she's interviewing with Penn State. And people around her or people that higher up at UofL have to realize that like we don't – somebody's got to take this control. Is, show this that, is a designated survivor situation. It seems like nobody cares about UofL, and that's got to be pretty bothersome. Well, here, Nobody's looking out for average fan. And, and I know we've got to get to a break soon. You know, I, you know what I think the, the – catalyst of all of this is too it's the one guy we aren't talking about in all of this Chris Mack because Chris Mack's one job was to come in win some basketball games don't cheat don't get in any trouble 
What does he do? Cheats. He gets into trouble. And then when Neely's like, what the hell? Vince tries to go to bat for his guy. And it's like, like this is the one thing you couldn't do and you're doing it. And that kind of started all this fracturing. And now we're left with people like, all right, you all Man. got a ton of problems. I'm not dealing with all this. I'm getting the hell out of here. You're really not wrong. If Chris Mack never records his conversation with Dino Gaudio and the Gaudio audio files, mm-hmm. does this happen? Does any of this happen? I mean, this is like the, this is the egg bowl dog piss, right? You, oh, yeah. Because if you don't have the audio Gaudio audio files, then... Tyre and Neely Bendapudi can probably butt heads on Satterfield, right? That could be their one disagreement that they've had in because athletic directors and presidents, that's not totally uncommon that they don't always see eye to eye on every decision being made. And it's not always uncommon that sometimes the president will put their foot down. You never really want it to happen, and it's not the norm, but it's not totally uncommon. So they could they could reasonable minds could disagree on whether or not you should keep Satterfield for a year or not. And I don't think that's causing the whole house to burn down. Mm-hmm. But now there is a total divide between athletics and academics, and now neither one has their leader. But both, quote-unquote, still have their leader. You go to Vince Tyree's Twitter page, he's still the athletic director at the University of Louisville. If you look at his contract, he's still the university or the athletic director. And that's what I thought we were going to talk about today, Roush, was like, hey, they made changes to his contract. Let's talk about that, because there are some interesting parts about that that I do want to talk about. But that totally gets overshadowed when the person negotiating this new new contract that has something different in the addendum and stuff like that, that person's also leaving. So mm-hmm. it's a total and complete cluster. Let's go to a break. Long first segment there. We'll come back. Keep the text coming in the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Roll, Radio. Roll call. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Best wedding I've ever been to. I got six numbers. One more would have been a complete telephone number. It's Big Pimpin', baby. That's right. Big Pimpin', spinning cheese. Oh, Roush likes this. Have you, uh, have you heard the, the Lincoln Park mashup of this one, Justin? I have not. Oh, it's great. I, you want to talk about, that's like the perfect workout, uh, you know, five, six song playlist. I wish they would have done more of those, but the Jay-Z Lincoln Park mashups were right up my alley. I, I did check out the Mary Roushmas last night. It's good, isn't it? A lot of doubles, man. Whoa! A lot of doubles. Yeah. Whoa! I don't. I don't. I don't want doubles. You, you don't. You don't have just one person singing. Like many people cover the same song, Justin. I know that, but and you, you gotta, need to have your Bing Crosby's. Like I've got. Whoa. No, you got to pick. You got to pick your favorite version. No, you no. can't just be hearing versions over and over and over. Different well, there's, versions. There's lots of Christmas songs, and also you don't. You play it on shuffle, so that you don't hear them like 
Uh, how mad are you going to be if they play back to back? You get Run Run Rudolph two different times by two different seniors. That would make me mad. I don't think there is two Run Run Rudolphs. Oh, I promise there is because I heard at least three at the hotel yesterday. Wow! No Swear on my life, Roush. So, if I heard, I was to the point yesterday. If I heard Run Run Rudolph one more time, I was going to lose it. He's going to run run into traffic. <laughs> There's only one Run Run Rudolph on there. If you look up run on that playlist. Oh, I, no, I, I wasn't talking about your playlist. I was talking about just in general. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, All no, right. Run Run Rudolph uh, is a bad it example. Was pretty, that that certainly seemed like you were alluding to his playlist on Run yeah. Run Rudolph. Which I, I totally get that they're like, but like there's three great white Christmases. You've got the the Home Alone. Do, 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 do. Like you've got to have that version. Uh, you've got to have, uh, there's there's a lot of, you got to have your Bing Crosby OG version. Like, come on, there's some great ones. All right. You don't, you don't have to justify. You don't have to justify it to me. I was just saying a lot of doubles, but it, there were some there, good. There, there were some good tunes. There's one too. So like, I'll usually each year there'll be like one different song that I haven't listened to a lot that I really get uh, hooked on. Darlene Love, she does the. She has the one of the greatest ever. Baby, please come home. Baby, please come home. She's got another one too. Christmas. All, all alone on Christmas. That's really heavy on the saxophone. Mm. Been really banging that one lately. It's, I love a good great. sax. Yeah, like to make it saxy. Do uh, you know what I also love too, TJ? Salsaritas. Oh, so good. I mean, if I could get a saxophone filled with salsaritas chips, <laughs> then just dump the saxophone into my mouth, it would be incredible. Incredible. So incredible. Two locations in Louisville. Middletown has a drive-through. So. On colder days, don't even bother getting out of your car. St. Matthew's newly renovated. Get out of your car and stay inside. A new, nice, renovated restaurant. And they've got the blue Powerade on tap, so you can just keep filling it up till your heart's content. Were you really, if Salsaritas did, like, give out free chips for people eating indoors, what if we just, like, did radio shows there all day, ate chips and blue Powerade all day. Dude, would be a good time. We would be so fun. Would be a too. good time. Probably good on them that they don't do all you can eat chips. Otherwise, people just wouldn't leave their establishments. Wildly addictive, as they say. Download the app. It'll save you some money when you go and check out. You can scan the app. You'll build up points, get free entrees, free drinks, free cookies, free chips and salsa, queso, guacamole, whatever it may be. You'll enjoy it. Download that Salsaritas app and text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Roush didn't bring me a wide willy today, unfortunately, but you can get one for yourself on the way into your office. Get some coffee as well, and then shoot a text on over to us and tell us hello, 502-414-1450. Thornton's uh, in Jeffersonville, too, the unofficial gambling station of the state of Kentucky. <laughs> hey, so I went to my local Thornton's yesterday. Uh-huh. Man, talk about heartbroke, guys. So every counter in the place was clear. No, there wasn't a food set up. There wasn't oh, coffee. No. I was like, what is happening? No. So they're renovating the whole store. Oh, so no, I couldn't, no, couldn't get my breakfast yesterday. Short-term loss, yes. long-term yes. gain. Yeah, and that's what I talked to the manager about. I was like, this is going to end up being awesome, but I have to change my routine for the next couple days, and I don't like that. Yeah, mm, that is tough. That is so, tough. Speaking of short-term loss, long-term gain, I know we have a lot of Louisville stuff we need to dive into, but – Another school that we love to see doing poorly is just stepping in it, and that's the University of Florida. Yeah, this was kind of bizarre. So they hired Billy Napier, who was really the hottest G5 coaching commodity in the carousel. We expected, like, when Florida hired Napier, that was going to be the big splash hire. 
that was going to be a huge hire. And then the carousel lost its mind, and you had some of the winningest coaches in college football start making moves. Brian Kelly, Lincoln Riley. So it kind of got overshadowed, but Florida fans still very excited about this hire. They really like what Billy Napier is bringing to the table. He said all the right things. He talks about recruiting as the lifeblood. He's not going to do it like the old guy did it. I'm not taking his quotes directly, but that was a big gripe they had with Mullen was his recruiting. Well, Napier must not know how recruiting works in the Power 5 level because he came in and told all of the guys committed, all right, can you all just wait to sign until February? We just kind of... I want to get our bearings about us. You know, it's a quick turnaround. Can you just wait till February? And they all were like, <laughs> just not all of their players are decommitting, but I think there were three in the last two days. And there's one that's still committed to Florida. But I wouldn't be surprised if he was a Kentucky Wildcat. His name is Jalen Farmer. He's a six foot four, 300 pound. Offensive tackle from South Georgia. He committed there in September. And, uh, excuse me, uh, 6'5", 300 pounds. He, he's an enormous human being. Um, he's going to be officially visiting this weekend. And you might not hear news about him right away. Maybe because they might want to just like really say, hey, Florida, on signing day, why don't you come over here and let's scratch that scab open. Let's get this salt shaker out and let's just unscrew the lid and dump it on. Just suck it, Florida. We're taking your players. Bring them home, Wolford. That'd be right. Yeah. From he's from South Carolina, South Florida, or South Georgia. Excuse me, South Georgia. Yeah. But still, that part of the country. He recruits pretty much everywhere, and it would also. Um, I'm just talking about his ties back in South Carolina. You know, that's in the South Georgia is. That's one of the hotbeds, yeah. you know. So yeah. I, I'm sure he's got to have some he's familiarity with Farmer, just knowing him from previous days. Bring him home, baby. Yeah. And uh, man, that meal like. I know we were thrown off, and I even personally, I got a little rattled whenever Emil Wagner committed to Notre Dame. Turns out, uh, staff wasn't, even though Vince Merrill might have been kind of shocked, I don't think the staff was completely thrown off guard. They, they've got their ducks in a row. A lot of talented official visitors over the weekend. Um, I, you know, I mentioned Bogle and Robinson off the top. You know, I, 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 Those guys could end up being commitments for the weekend's over. Um, the big one, too, there, there's another big one, another enormous human being, Deion Walker. He's committing on signing day. He has the same measurables as George's Jordan Davis, like 6'7", 320 pounds. Just an enormous human being. And you've got Michigan and Alabama in the college football playoff. If Kentucky can get a recruiting win on signing day over two teams in the college football playoff, that's – what. what do I need to say more? No. Big, big damn deal. So huge, 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 huge weekend. They're busting their tails over at the Joe Craft Football Training Facility to try to make it happen. Got 10 kids coming on campus. So uh, going to be big. Going to be big for the University of Kentucky this weekend. Seems like that mo- that momentum, that good wave of momentum. Keep riding that bad boy into the bowl game. Beat the snot out of Iowa. And then just going to be bonker city, Roush. Man. Got to have a spring game this year. Will you talk oh, to your yeah. sources about doing a spring game? We, we got to make sure a spring game happens. Can't can't do can't cancel it. Got to have a spring game. Yeah, and you think they would? Yeah, there's no you don't have to hide like an offense or anything, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I would I would imagine they will. And if you it, 
being especially good. with the, this is gonna be a bit. This is gonna be a fun off season for Kentucky football. Especially you beat the, like you said, beat the snot out of Iowa. Yeah, you beat Iowa. You get another ten win season. You finish strong in recruiting. You get some big names back while bringing in some big names. You have a spring game. That'll be a great marketing opportunity for those kids to, or you know, young adults to make money, and for and just for season tickets and whatnot. Get a spring game on a good weather day. Don't mess up the scheduling, which always seems to be a hard thing for athletic programs to figure out, but really shouldn't be that hard of a thing for athletic programs to figure out. Could be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting excited Woo! just thinking about it. Let's get to the Thornton's text line. We don't want to rush out of here with having to Especially because we had some and, doozies yesterday, yeah, you know? Yeah. 502-414-1450, the Thornton's text line. Kerosene, nothing screams Indiana like the advertisement on Big X where the two points of emphasis are the – are from the 76 and 87. Embarrassing. It's pretty well all we got. Well, you had that unexpected run in 16 to the Sweet 16. Wrote oh, a book about wrote it. a book about it. Yeah. Who wrong? Uh, Tom Coverdale hit a half-court shot in 2002. You seen Tom Coverdale lately? No. Oh, my gosh. He, he's up to about 400 pounds. He's huge. <sighs> oh, don't be mean. I'm dead serious. So, Look well, him up. That's... Well, Justin was once fat, so he can fat shame people. Look him he, up. He, he he, he's, he's not 400, but he's every bit of 300. He's got to be doing he's some like, radio show or something, yeah, I right? think he's doing uh, real estate, if I'm being honest. He needs to be see doing this, Indiana speaking engagements. Because sometimes people say people are doing real estate when in actuality they're doing <laughs> appraisal work. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a real estate guy, not appraiser. Uh, texter Thornton's text on says, "I really hope Sharp joining the team kind of forces Cal's hand to keep at least three guards on the floor at all times. We cannot have Toppin or Brooks at the three. We just can't do it. If if, if Sharp does come in and there's ever a time where the lineups like Toppin, Brooks, and Sheboy or something like that, then you're like th- th- that will be pretty ridiculous. Uh, I agree with you, Texter. You bring Sharp in, there's no excuse for it. There's really not an excuse for it up to this point. Uh, CJ Frederick getting hurt, it could be an excuse, I guess, that Cal would probably use. But realistically, you shouldn't be doing it right now. You add Sharp to the equation, it'll be completely and totally unacceptable. I, I there, I will predict it now. There's going to be two weeks of very disgruntled Kentucky fans because Sharp isn't playing at all, isn't playing as much as they want. Oh, like good, that that first two weeks. Because that's a good there's point. part of it, too, where he's got to get integrated to the team. This team that hasn't played a lot together because of injuries and illness and stuff throughout the month of November when they were starting to really develop chemistry uh, hasn't been there. So, like, there, that first two or three weeks when Sharp's on campus, there's going to be a lot of a lot of spicy takes uh, on the internet about Shaden Sharp. And, like, the first time Kentucky has a bad game where he's on the bench and doesn't play or something like that, it's just going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos. Texter on the Thornton's text line. Part of the three-point attempt percentage is that we have been playing cupcakes, where naturally we'll, we'll naturally have the advantage inside. As we play better teams that are able to handle handle Oscar a bit better, that percentage will likely go up. Shh. You quit there with that rationale. Stop that. Of course. Of course. And it is weird that Kentucky's still so far behind, but it's a... Uh, They've also well, been dominating pretty much every game they've played except for two. One was a complete snoozer, and the other one was a legitimate top three team in the country. So, yeah. Besides that, they've been pretty dominant. I don't care where they really do it from. I'm a little surprised by the number, but I I agree with you, Texter. That stuff, they they will have games. They shoot plenty of threes. And, uh, and also, your strength, we talked about it yesterday, Oscar kind of is what gets you going on the inside. So, 
If you're not shooting threes, you should be giving it to your best player on the inside. Who and is I, and I, nine of eleven yeah, last game? Yeah. Like when he's attempting eleven field goals, how many threes do you have to to like? Well, how many of those would you want to take from Oscar to make a three pointer for somebody else? Yeah, right. None yeah. of them. I mean, realistically, none of them. Like, in, in, Unless it's like a wide open from your favorite three point shooter. And do you really want to be Villanova, who took like fifty three threes the other night? Yeah, they scored like sixty seven points or something. Yeah, like that. I mean. People are allowed to have their personal preferences. It just doesn't mean it's right. You can like a style of play. You can like certain players doing certain things. doesn't mean it's the best for the, the rest of the team and the best for everybody else. All right, let's take our, our daily double break early, and that way we get back early in the second hour. It's going to be another just unbelievable radio day in this town. <laughs> There's been so many of them over the last six years. And like I said, U of L folks are lucky that people still care. But I also think there's a part like, how far can this thing go? How crazy can it get? Because it's pretty crazy, folks. All right, hour two, KRC coming up next. Keep the text coming in. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen will be back after this. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two. Kentucky Roll Call. Call. These cookies, delicious during the break. Gosh dang it. I knew there was something I was forgetting. Fun conversation. Yep. If only I would have brought some cornbread hip. I'm sorry, guys. It'll be... The next time you see me, you will have cornbread I've heard that gummies <laughs> in your hands. At some point, you just got to drop them off. They're going to be great. You got to make a house call. They are great. They've got CBD. They've got a little bit of THC in them. Fully legal, of course. Two milligrams. Uh, you go online to cornbreadhemp.com. You put in the promo code Big X. You get 30% off. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Have a happy ho, 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 ho holidays with a little help from cornbread hemp. It's a good ad read. H just <laughs> sounded perfect. perfect. I thought they were a little shaky. Oh, no. Shaky H's, you say. Oh, man. So, Mangus officially saying that it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Neely, been to Pootie to Penn State. Gosh. So, does Mingus apologize to Ty Spaulding? I think Mingus applies for the job. No, oh, the AD job. Or the president's job. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's It doesn't make necessarily what Ty Spaulding said 100% true. No, no. But Mingus really went for bat for a president that just was clearly had a half foot out in whatever decision she was making at UofL. Oh, boy. The fallout's just going to be, well, the fallout's happening. This is the fallout. And now they get to do it all over again. New president, new AD. What do you think the percentage chances 
100% means it's definitely happening, obviously, that starting the 2022 athletic year, so Mac, and Satter, Mac and Satterfield are still employed by the University of Louisville. Maybe not being paid by the University of Louisville, but still employed because, you know, buyouts. Right. Um, percent chance that both are still there, I would say – I would actually say it's probably like because of all of this turnover, I would say that there's probably a 70% chance they're both still there. Okay. Yeah. I was going to go 80. Yeah. I I would say I don't think Mac's going to be back to start the 2022-2023 season. I think he'll look for another job. He, I think he was willing to be patient with the NCAA stuff, but then you had the Gaudio audio, and it's nothing still has come from it, you know. Yeah, he had that. He did not like that six game suspension. Although the person that mm-hmm. handed it down is going to be gone, but maybe the new president smooths everything over, and everybody loves the person, and that's better. But with today, I'd say sixty percent. I think Satterfield's back, but I don't think Max back. So. And who knows? Maybe Satterfield's not even back. That's the thing is you're going to get a new president, you're going to get a new AD, and those people are going to be asked to do their jobs. And if they don't feel it's in their best interest to have those people around, Mac, U of L shouldn't get rid of. Well, the 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 part in all of this that makes it difficult is they're not flushing cash right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have a Miami health COVID situation where they just have four hundred million dollars sitting around to go hire some coaches. Well, supposedly they there's some scuttlebutt. They think they could get Mac out. Not have to pay him a dime because of, because the, NCAA of the, stuff. the NCAA yeah. stuff. All right, so here here's my other question. I, I think the most likely scenario, like they might they might try to go that route with the new president slash AD. But what if Max is like, all right, I'm going to find a nice soft landing spot. Where, where where do you think who would want Chris Mack to be their basketball coach? Xavier Cincinnati, if they open back up. Uh, you know, if a butler opened up, did, I think any Big East job would be a good fit for who, Chris Mack. Did they fire, Cincinnati fired their coach, right? Yeah, they got a new guy. Do we know where the new guy's from? I forget. It wasn't just an interim. Like so, like I guess maybe they just like hired somebody on a whim. So yeah, Wes Miller. He was the oh, so oh, he's not going anywhere yeah, anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, people love him. He was where is he? Where Greensboro? Ooh, Greensboro. Yeah. yeah, they wanted him at that North Carolina job. They did. Um, yeah, Wes Miller's. A, I forgot about that. But I, I I don't think U of L should be patient with Mac just to get over the sensitive life stuff because that's gonna it's things aren't gonna be good for basketball until all that stuff's blown over, and and then if they want to start fresh, then they could. But I, I think Mac is on his own accord is gonna want out of Louisville after this season, and uh, Satterfield I think wants out of Louisville too. But to go where? That's that's a that's a that's the question for him. He can't just leave and not go do anything. Uh, if you're going to do that, make U of L fire you, and then get paid to do nothing. But I think he wants out too. But I think it's it's getting a little late in the game to make switches at the head coach position. People forget they have a bowl game. Not one person at U of L has talked about their bowl game. Oh. That, that's actually wild. The president, <laughs> the athletic director, and the head football coach. Not one has had comments on the bowl game. Um, can I also? Oh, that is wild. They. Uh, I mean, I get not Vince Tyree, Mister Call a press conference. You know, Mitch doesn't have a call press conference, but do they? Do they even have a Satterfield like bowl press conference deal? No, that's so weird. They there, there could have been potentially some it. canned comments or something like yeah. that, but there there was no. That's, an, that's such an easy no zoom, no nothing. 
And also, because they know what everybody, nobody cares uh, about the armed for, forces. Bowl. No also, offense to the armed forces. Lock is or first responders. I, hey, I, you I, don't love America. First responders. Apologies. All right. We love our gout lock, right? Yes, but there's there. Everybody's just got to stop or start ignoring them. You just got to stop giving him the time of day. And I did yesterday because he was clearly just being yes. an idiot. Like yes. like U of L. When you say we're not in line for a bowl, that doesn't mean you turned down a bowl game. You weren't going to get invited to a bowl game because yeah. you had four wins in ACC play. They played eleven games last year. That's different than ten games in SEC play. A lot different. And the thing that. One of those wins was against Western Kentucky. Like, you're not going to win three ACC games, even in a COVID year, and then get invited to a bowl game. It really bothers Locke that Kentucky football has been successful under Mark It, it makes him so mad. He, and he, now he his spent, coach is quitting on him? He, he spent years going on radio every single day saying how he wasn't going to work out and how he wouldn't be good. So now the pivot is discredit his success. And when Kentucky fans can brag about the bull shriek, which I don't think anybody thinks that all a bull shriek says is we haven't had a dreadful season. It, 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 to, a ton mm-hmm. of teams do make bowl games. Yeah, going, okay to the to tur- going to the NCAA tournament is statistically a better feat than going to a bowl game by a wide margin. Well, 64 to 84, like 64 teams. But I guess if you count You have 358 college basketball teams, though. That's true. And – 80 out of 120. <laughs> You're having yeah. 19% out of 19% of college basketball teams make the biggest tournament for that postseason. Six into 35? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right, yeah. So and then how many teams make bowl 80 games? 80 out of 130. It's like 84 out of 130, which is... 62%. Yeah. So 19% to 62%. He's not wrong in... Well, he is. he's wrong in everything that he does. Almost universally wrong mm-hmm. in any take that he has. Any stance that he has, I love the guy. He's great. I would he's welcome on the show any any time that he'd like to. But he's wrong all the time with this stuff. He's really bothered. Kentucky has a bowl streak. Shouldn't bother him. A lot of teams make bowl games. All this is saying is that even in the mighty SEC, Kentucky has been consistent. And to try to discredit last year, Kentucky was a Gator Bowl championship team last year. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many games they won in the regular season. They. Beat the they won the Gator Bowl and yep. they beat like the third best team in the ACC in doing such. So wherever Kentucky was, they would have been one of the top teams in the conference that he roots for two teams in said conference. So suck it, lock. And when he does something so, I mean, you just gotta I, anybody can do whatever you want. I'm not telling you how to live your lives, but he knows what he's doing. He's looking for interaction. Um, he's, he's looking for some attention. And and we and I'm guilty of it far too often is giving it to him. Can we also uh, say we, we can't thank you though to Locke. We can send him a thank you um, because his basketball team stinks. No, oh my gosh, they're so bad. bad. Um, but people like Tony Bennett though because he's willing to go on the road to lose to a team in state. So good for you, Tony Bennett. Also, thank you because you might be helping dismantle Dabo Sweeney's Clemson Empire. Brent Venables goes to Oklahoma. Uh, the Penn, I think it was the Penn State co-defensive coordinator. Turned down the job. I think it was Penn State's. So now it looks like uh, Tony Elliott, the Clemson offensive coordinator, is they're zeroing in on him at Virginia. So Virginia could be pulling away Clemson's offensive head, coordinator. To be the head coach? Yes. And that leaves Dabo kind of up a creek without a paddle. Mm. Real shame. You, just, you hate to see it, you know? You just really hate to see it. 
This is such a rabbit hole that you can go down. I mean, you can you could spend all day on Twitter just reading Louisville comments. Such a freaking mess. <laughs> they they literally find one thing to latch on to, and it's like, yeah, let's run with it. That that sounds good. Let's go. Good grief. Come on, y'all. Well, I'll be listening to the Mike Rutherford show today on Big X Sports Radio from Who three won't to be? six. To listen to see what the big guy says. Although, really came after you yesterday, Scooter Dingus. Oh, I guarantee it. What did he say? It was ugly. I should have listened, no, though. Oh, no. He was... Oh, gosh. Now I kind of forget exactly. I can just go listen to him. No big deal. I'll, I'll think of it. I'll think of it here shortly. Did, was it was it all based in merit, at least? No. Okay. Now, that's what I was going to say, because a lot of times with Trevor, it's not based in merit. Oh, gosh, what was it? I think it was about driving. It was about you getting in an accident. Hmm. Well, I know our, our Oh, former... gosh, whatever he was doing, though, was like he, he had misheard what the actual thing was, so he went on this long rant, and all of it was inaccurate because he had misheard <laughs> the first initial thing. And now I can't think of it, darn it! So he was basically acting like Scooter was just on his scooter – wrecking people in Norton Commons. It was either that or it had to do with like music and stuff like that. I don't so know. That's it all wh- runs together. So that's why I got the random out of the blue text from Dugan. Yes. I okay. Think, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It all makes sense now. I was like, well, yeah, he texted that. I was like, where the hell is this coming from? It was a week ago, Dugan. Mm-hmm. I guess he's not awake at seven to nine. <laughs> Cool. Oh, the radio? You're calling out the radio boss? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now listening to KRC. Well, the radio boss has done a great job building <laughs> a lot of local programming here on oh, the yeah. Big X. You can listen to Matt Dennison from 11 to noon. That's after the KRC replay. Beers with John Spears, noon to one. Uh, that's that if if you're looking for an alternative to some other stations noon radio shows beers with spears is a good one it's an mm-hmm. hour and uh it kind of feels like old school classic radio and then of course the mike rutherford show from three to six keep it on the big x all day every day and keep your text into the thornton's text line 502-414-1450 should we get back to the text line let's do it heather we we could go four hours today there's so much to talk <laughs> about but we'll we gotta gotta read these texts the texture let us lose a game to a bad team because we take 43s and see what people say. People just want to complain. We're 16th in offensive efficiency, according to Kim Pom. That, <laughs> that's, that's the end all be all. Yeah. And yeah. again, you got to even if you aren't like the ultimate Kim Pom guy. Like, come on. Personal preferences and personal opinions allowed. Thinking that that's how Kentucky needs to dictate their offensive philosophy based on your opinion, dumb. One allowed. One, dumb. Allowed? Dumb. That's exactly what will happen, Texter. I still remember the complaints from that West Virginia game, and Kentucky should have shot all those threes back in 2010. They were open. They just missed hold. Yeah. yeah. It's basketball. It's a sport. That's what that's what happens. But everybody that night, there's a reason you all were open. Take it to the rim. And for what it's worth, the Cessna owned by Penn State is in the air and en route back to State College. With Neely in it? Took off at 8-11, 33 oh. minutes after landing. So it was only on the ground for 33 minutes. <laughs> so they here, had, here, they hey, had to be hey, just picking her hey, up, right? Yeah. Somebody yeah. answer me this. Has Penn State and Florida State not been paying attention the last three years? <laughs> you, you guys want these goobers? No offense. I think they've I, I think they've done an okay job. Like, it's tough to say if they've done a good job or bad job, right? But – 
generally a good way to tell is how upset a fan base is. I think the fan base is more upset that, like, you all are jerks. Nobody's talking. Nobody's telling us anything. We're left in the dark. We have no idea what's going on. They're Individually, they're not going to miss Neely Bendapudi. Individually, a lot of them didn't like Vince Tyre. And I do think that, like, the era they grew up in, Roush, Jurich and Ramsey, they're never going to get that back. So I do think every athletic director and president after these people are going to and Ramsey should be in jail. He was as corrupt as corrupt gets. But I think that there's always going to be this cloud of whoever's in charge is not them. So there's always going to be this little dissension of of animosity. And that that's going to be interesting to watch. But it, it is a complete poop show right now at the University of Louisville. But Penn State. What what have what have you been so impressed with by Neely Bendapudi? Florida State. The Florida State thing, I heard I heard something that I believe to be true. And it's so wild. I've heard it from it's kind of like, you know, you get mm-hmm. real deep in some message boards, but it's so wild, I have to believe it, Roush. There and I kind of alluded to it earlier that like Vince, a master networker. Mm-hmm. There's a theory. Oh, yes. Hit me. That the ACC commissioner helped broker the deal for Tyree to Florida State. <laughs> and I ha- I'd heard this. I'd heard it more recently as of late. But I'd heard this a few years, or not a few years back, a few months back, that Tyree did throw his hat, or at least just kind of when ACC was looking for a new commissioner to replace Swafford. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who their new commissioner is? It's Phillips. Phillips I had to look yeah. it up. Yeah, James Phillips. When He's they only hired been on the him, job for is less than a year. July twenty twenty one. All right, put on put on your tinfoil hat. Yeah, put on your tinfoil okay. hat. Here. Okay. So supposedly Tyree kind of floated his name around there for the ACC commissioner job, <laughs> which is hilarious. Not surprising, <laughs> if true. But yeah, hilarious! But hilarious that he thinks that he'd have a leg to stand on there. Yeah. But, but hey, a, you know what though? It got him the AD job at UofL. Oh, that's exactly what he you did. Know, he's just like, hey, I, shoot I've been your told shot. That Tyre is a dominate the conversation in any room and be everybody's best friend. Treat everybody like you've you've missed them for years, and then make sure everybody knows that you're that you're talking when you enter a new room. And I could see that that's how he probably got the UofL AD job. And I bet he probably thought, like, hey, maybe I've got a chance at this ACC commissioner job. But anyways, as a networker, probably knew that it wasn't overly realistic. Got in good with Phillips, this new ACC guy. And Phillips maybe told Florida State, like, listen, UofL is not going to renew this guy. He's, But he's done a really good job there. It's just kind of a messy situation. He's perfect for finances. And maybe recommended him to Florida State. The reason I think it's true is because what is something that I've been saying is going to happen? There's going to be a mega SEC, and they're going to get all the best programs. Mm -hmm. The ACC would have to know that if they lose Florida State and Clemson to the SEC, they're done. Yeah, so this is their way of the ACC got one of their guys to lead Florida State, somebody that they could trust, you wouldn't have to worry so much about a Texas and Oklahoma midnight betrayal leaving and boom. Because if the ACC loses Clemson and 
Florida State, goodbye. Well, You're done. You're done as an athletic conference. Then you 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 mesh with the Big Twelve or you do something different. But you're done if you lose those two. Similarly, they're do, they're doing the same thing with Miami. They're hiring Clemson's AD. Oh, yeah. You know. So, okay, so exactly. They're, they they've got ads jumping from one school. Well, to I'll another. be interested to see who goes into Clemson. And if it's somebody with like ACC ties oh, then, or then the it, conspiracy, it's then true. It, it's, it's total. A fact. Because and, and you may say like, wow, that's a lot of leaps. The ACC commissioner wants one of his guys at the biggest ACC programs just to trust that make sure that they're not going to jump ship to the SEC. That in its own right, tough to kind of swallow. Tough to believe. It's a, there's a lot of avenues there. But I ask you this. Give me a better reason why Florida State would hire Vince frickin' Tyre after three head-scratching years at UofL. Somebody name a better reason. Because that makes no sense, too. Well, we were really impressed with his athletic directorness. He's only an athletic director for a few years. Zero athletic background besides his playing days before then. Okay, all right. Uh, we think he's a great businessman. Tallahassee, Florida has to go find a former businessman at U of L or in Louisville. There's not businessmen anywhere or businesswomen anywhere in Florida. In the Tallahassee area? Somebody give me a better damn reason why Florida State would hire Vince Tyre. And their fans aren't even excited about it. Florida State fans are like, this is we're, this this shows that we're not committed to football. And I think Vince could do a good job at Florida State, and I think he could have done a good job at UofL. I don't think all the criticism was totally fair. I think Vince loves himself from some Vince. Mm-hmm. But Satterfield and Mack, not home run hires, but there's other circumstances going on that you could at least give them the benefit of the doubt for. Every other athletic program at UofL, not all of which were coaches hired by Tyre, some of which were Jurich holdovers, doing pretty well. So I think he could do good at Florida State, but unless somebody can give me a better reason why Florida State would all of a sudden randomly hire this guy on his way out at UofL to be the athletic director there, somebody give me a better reason besides this ACC conspiracy that I have. Which really wouldn't be that bad of it. Like if you're if you're the ACC commissioner, it's no. a smart play. That way you don't have to worry about two programs that literally could could give you the the guillotine. Florida State and Clemson leave. Goodbye ACC. And good point about the Miami. Miami's probably in a tier below those two, but still a tier ahead of everybody else in the ACC in terms of importance to the conference. And I think the ACC's hope is let's just get Miami back to winning at a high level, and boom, we'll be all right there. That that can be our third. But right now it's a two. It's a and Florida State hasn't been all that great either for what it's worth, but. That's a good program when it's rolling, and everybody knows that. Interesting stuff, man. I, I also like uh, Twitter right now is just ablaze because people can't comprehend just the unprecedented nature of what's happening right now. Because it, it, even though, like I alluded to earlier, it's not the craziest. Like people take other jobs. That happens. They don't do it in this manner so abruptly at the same time. Mm -hmm. And they were supposed to be the, like, this was the sheriff coming into town to clean things up. And they're kind of leaving things just as much of a mess as they were before. In fact, it might even be worse because the NCAA has come to zero resolution. Mm -hmm. And and your coaches are worse. Yes. Like, no, that's a really good point is that, like, this was the cleanup crew. They have left things messier than you could have ever imagined. And the scariest thing about when you hired these people, they're still they're still hanging over your head. 
you you hired Vince to say, hey, just this guy's going to come in. He's a Louisville guy. His dad is royalty here. He will get us back on track until this NCAA, NCAA stuff blows over, and then we can kind of start taking things from there. Well, that's not how it worked. Now you have you still haven't had any resolution in the NCAA stuff. You've actually added stuff to the list of NCAA stuff. And the fan base is just furious. So, like, you know, they're, they're going to be able to get an athletic director and they're going to be able to get a new president because they're going to pay a lot for those positions and they're, they'd be fun jobs, despite Mark Emmert saying college president was the toughest job in the world. What an idiot. What an absolute idiot. Did you see that quote from him? No, no. Literally said that. Those were words that came out of his mouth. <laughs> Let me get the exact quote for you. <laughs> It's just hard to believe this guy still has a job. And everybody, everybody, like, voted to keep this guy. Mark Emmert, being a university president is the hardest job in America. The first reply is, I got coronavirus from working at a grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) The toughest job in America. Yeah, Mark, we feel so bad. For those poor university presidents and their million-dollar deals. Gosh. Gosh. Yeah, Mark Emmert, when he does press conferences, they are a fun little afternoon on the internet because you're just like, it. Um, it's it's kind of like the I think you should leave memes, you know? <laughs> Where you're just like, oh, this is great. Like, can you believe that that's, this is real? I always, I always had this idea beforehand, but the pandemic has really driven at home that people in power positions very rarely see, appear to be smart. Like, just because you're in a position of power does not mean your brain got you there. Right. There's that's, a one, lot that's, of, that's one thing I've learned. There's a lot of knowing the right people, mm-hmm. being a good talker. Uh, right place, right time. Money, obviously. Looks. Looks can help. You think Ben Sire got the AD job because of his looks? He's pretty handsome. He is a good-looking guy. I could see that. Man, the... Uh, it's official. <sighs> Penn State reporting it. Oh, man. Breaking, this is from Onward State. University of Louisville President Neely Bendapudi will serve as Penn State's next president, bending board, pending board approval. She will be both the first woman and person of color to hold the university's highest office. I just don't... What do you... Okay. We've... we've... It's just hard to believe all this stuff. I, I don't know... Like the only thing to make this more unbelievable is if Jeff Brom is hired as the next head coach, like next week or something, right? Like that's the only th- way that this gets crazier is that like somehow Satterfield does still lose his job with like an interim intact. I don't, I don't know how you can make this story any crazier. I thought we were already in crazy territory with Tyre bolting after the whole Satterfield stuff, but to have been to Pooty leave and for her to leave before. Before Tara even gets out the door. She got out of there quicker. She did. But you know, the you know, as any movie has told us, though, while there is disarray, better be careful. Like, somebody's going to step up at UofL. Somebody's going to eventually take the reins and be the leader. Better be somebody good, you know? Like we just oh, talked man. about, 
What if it was like if this was the old times? It would be like Mark Church and Nick Petrino or something. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it, would it, it would. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet Ramsey and Church are like, man. Gosh, we could be doing whatever we wanted. If like things hadn't been so bad on our way out, we could have gotten right back oh, into power. Man. And you know what? What is sad though is like that's that's you either have two guys who can do whatever the hell they want, or two people that as soon as they hit any sort of bump in the road, they're just getting the hell out of town. Makes you really is so to take a step back. Maybe we were a little harsh on Mitch Barnhart. No, no, I, I think we've always done a good job of being fair and reasonable with Mitch Barnhart. I think I have said I wouldn't mind a change, but I also am, you, you got to appreciate what he's done for Kentucky. I think okay, he's done so, a very good job. I just think like I was, our caveats I, are all like, and I was you've worried done this about, for a long time. Maybe you're getting you know. Cr- I was worried about the nil era yeah. with him, and the beer stuff is really, really dumb. And I've said that a million times over, but. He does a good job. It, it like like I said, our segues from radio shows. Does UK need to shoot more three pointers? Who's hey. leading the University of Louisville? This is. <laughs> well, we'll debate up next. Hey, we got quite the take for you today. <laughs> you know, there's also part of UL's, the university's on fire. Everybody's gone. Nobody's there. The thinking man's leading oh, the charge. You know that there's going to be a truck that gets stuck on that overpass today, too, right? Oh, yeah. Like can't open her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, UofL's hosting like an NCAA tournament volleyball game as undefeated number one overall seed today. I know. That's, that's going to get that, so buried. That's kind yeah. of the. It's literally the only thing going right in the Their women's basketball game. team is one of the best in the country. I'm Matt Ganey, too. She's great. Like, so is. Uh, if, Fun Jeff Falls, yeah. This is from the Mike Rutherford show. First NCAA regional mm-hmm. with four women, women coaches, coaches yeah. and no women's volleyball coach has ever won a national championship. Really? Wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Love it. You know what? I we, bet that changes this I know year. we're all Kentucky fans, but you know what? I'm going to... Roush, easy buddy. I, I'm cheering for the Louisville volleyball team. Easy buddy. Not because my wife played there. And I would kind of obligingly be cheering for them anyway. But hey, that could be the one. That could be their silver lining. Happy wife. Danny, Danny Busboom. Happy. Bringing a title back to Louisville for who's at the banner ceremony for UofL? Who do they They normally hand the trophy over to like the If I'm a UofL student, first, I'm not going to class like, until like somebody Lugo talks. Like is the first person to get the trophy. Do they just pull somebody from like the janitorial staff? If I'm a UL student, not going to class until I hear from somebody. Somebody in charge. Professors not included. It'd have to be somebody higher up. Let's go to our last break. 502-414-1450. Man. What a time. This city, I swear. We'll be right back. He's pounding down, up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. What are you doing, dude? You're terrible. Stop whining. Oh. 
Roush and I were talking about it. We were. Jo- I, I sent out a joking tweet that. All right, just let Eli Capaluto and Mitch Barnhart oversee U of L for a little bit. Let them get them back on their feet. It's the brotherly thing to do, right? We're all yeah. Kentuckians at the end of the day. Let some competent adults get in there, mm-hmm. clean up the mess, kiss the boo boo for baby, and then little brother can get back on his feet, go back to the playground. It's time for some adults to step in. But then that led us to actually being serious and saying that like Bashir is going to have to comment on all this stuff. It's kind of a little surprising maybe he hasn't already. But on the president job, he'll have to comment. And maybe we can get an additional comment on Satterwhite. Because <laughs> people forget that he said that Scott Satterfield's name was Scott Satterwhite. Oh, oh I, I don't forget. Hey, man, you'll beat St. X in basketball last night. About time they beat St. X in something. Dorks. Just kidding. To Dugan and his family. Manuel's a great school. <laughs> <laughs> Text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. What were you going to say about Bashir? L media members, Eli Capaluto, Mitch Barnhart, kiss the boo-boo for baby. I'm just... We should we should read some text on the Thornton's text line, because we're... I don't think we're ever going to get to all... Eric Crawford, sources say Ben DePudi's deal with Penn State was done last Friday. <laughs> Wasn't that the same day that all the tirades have happened? <laughs> Eric Crawford sources say other source says Vince Tyre, like everybody else at U of L, unaware. We really could do four hours of this today. It just keeps this is great too. You know some days where you show up to the radio station and then just oh my gosh, breaking news. I feel like a big time Jay. Well you I this all happened, you know, the rumors of this happened last night. And then you didn't. There were people that probably found out on our show this. I was morning. watching Survivor. I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention to the Ben DePudi saga. Do you like the episode of Survivor? It wasn't as good as the previous two. A little emotional this season. Oh, I hate this. By the way, I think the Patreon page is dead. We've been locked out, and it just will not let me back in. Really? It wants me to just make a whole new page, and I will promise you, I'm not doing that. Locked out. That's weird. It's super weird. It was when we were trying when we were trying to get the tax and billing information. And then, poof, gone. Oh, man. I'm still working on it. Okay. I'm not giving up hope all the way yet, but I'm pretty much giving up hope. <laughs> it's so annoying. I'm sure. And that was like their official statement was like, it'd be a lot easier if you just wanted to kind of, you can, they said the subscribers could come over with it. But if we started a new page, we'd have to do the tiers all over. I was like, I'm not do. I'm not starting a new page. I'm not starting it. Especially when the tiers that was their official advice. Was to like start anew. That sounds like a very KSR technical difficulty. <laughs> well, let's just make a new one. You know, like it's the, just old, easier. the old internet days. Just uh, unplug it is our official <laughs> advice. Then wait three seconds and then boot it back up. Yeah. So, anyways, there's an update on that. I thought it was a great episode. I've really enjoyed this season, weirdly enough. Yes, I have too. I like the finalist, Sans Heather. Same. Yeah. Like, yes. And, and Everybody's deserving except for her. I also had a conversation with my wife last night. Like, maybe Heather. Actually, like they are friends with her, and they're closer than we know. But they just cut her out of everything because she's so boring. And I think doesn't that's, say I think anything. That's it. Yeah. yeah, like she says nothing that adds anything to the show. I don't know if she's a hundred percent sure what game she's playing. <laughs> There's times that I'm just like, like, does she know where she's at? Like Erica's like, they got to differentiate from our two games. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's not doing anything. <laughs> like the one thing she did oh. was whisper in somebody's ear at a tribal council. Yeah, that was that. Was <laughs> That was just her trying to, like, 
put some attention on somebody else because I thought the same thing. Nobody's mistaking your all's games. All right, let's get back to the text line. 502-414-1450. Let us lose a game to – oh, wait. Sorry about that. On Tuesday's performance, it was their first game in eight days and their last in the stretch before getting to the good teams. Not surprising, the Cats looked a bit lethargic. Yeah, uh, uh, 90% of Kentucky fans didn't have an issue with Tuesday, and and rightfully so. Uh, Wasn't the prettiest performance, wasn't the cleanest. There was some foul trouble, obviously. Shouldn't matter against a team like Southern, but – Double-digit win, whatever. If uh, trend that if it becomes a trend, you get more concerned. A texter, our three-point rate gets all the hype, but we're 316th in free throw rate. Our guards and Keon need to get to the line more. And unlike the caveat with the three-point, hey, you can get inside, you can throw it to the paint, these teams are a lot smaller, Kentucky shouldn't be shooting a ton of threes when things should be easy inside. Well, you should still be getting to the line. What I would add the caveat to your point, Texter, is in blowout games, officials yeah, swallow whistles more. So I also think that that will well, come back down to earth a little bit more. But again, it shouldn't. It should still be better, even with that being said. I, I think some of it too, when you've got guys who are like refs aren't going to call fouls when your guys who are a foot taller are getting slapped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the. When you're when you're up twenty five, it's just like the shack effect. Like you have to like tackle them correct. to get that foul call. So I, I a lot of putting a lot of weight in numbers seven games into the season when you haven't played anybody legitimate, it's tough. Tough to do. Yeah, that, so. that will get that will improve. Three point shot thing will improve as well. Justin, just be a Kentucky fan. Stop putting yourself through the unnecessary pain of being an Indiana fan. 22-point blown lead. Ha, ha, ha. Suck it, losers. Be a lot easier, I'll tell you that. But not happening. Actually, I enjoyed you being angry this morning. That was sweet. That was was good. That was authentic radio emotion. You don't get that at a lot of places. Especially from the Scoots, because Scoots is usually... You haven't gotten authentic from Trevor in years. No. He's just, oh, (laughs) <laughs> Malik Cunningham, oh, he's going to win. He's the best. Kentucky, Kentucky can't they do can't anything. score. Hey, Trevor, how many Kentucky games do you watch this year? I, I hate that I get mad about it because it's it's almost like for what, you know? That's true. No, but I, I just, I, I'm glad that they I, haven't beaten you down so much that you can't get mad at all anymore. Like, that's when you know apathy is the worst. You don't want to get to apathy, and that's what UofL is doing to its fans right now. They're getting them to apathy. You're not there yet, Justin. You you've still got hope in Mike Woodson and his seven head for coaches. now, for the next four years till we do this whole thing again. See that seriously, <laughs> this chapter U of L athletics and Roush, Justin. Hopefully, we all make it to like 80, 90. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know? want to make it to ninety. Okay, Justin. How how how? When last year you want to live? I'm good with seventy five. Seventy five. Okay. Not a day later. No. Gotcha. So Happy we, birthday, we get to Colin Kevorkian. You know, if I don't make it to my 90s, I don't think I'm going to be heartbroken. But it, 80s, cool. 70s, be, fine. 90s, it'd be fun to have somebody wipe your butt, you know? Sure. <laughs> sure. All right. So when we're in our 80s, going back and telling this U of L story, old grandkids are like, Grandpa TJ, you're an idiot. And, no, and, he's seen how he's lost it. And I put him in a home. I feel like this is like the part of game. You know, you're you're following along Game of Thrones. You just can't believe everything that's happened. And then the red wedding. This is the red wedding. <laughs> it is the, the Reigns of Casimir playing. It really, it, it that really was, is. The Stoops was playing the Reigns of Casimir on the sidelines. <laughs> <sighs> 
Somebody mm-hmm. tweeted me and said, according to the UofL organizational chart, emergency powers have now fallen to Terry Miners. <laughs> <laughs> I think of the office, like the doomsday yeah, chart. Yeah. It goes all the way down, charge. and it just goes down, and now it's Terry oh, Miners. man. Man. <laughs> Texter on the Thorns text line says, been listening to KRC for over a year. Just wanted to congratulate you guys on a good show and for letting listeners participate in the show via reading all of our texts. Keep up the good work focusing mostly on sports-related topics, but if you ever start spending a lot of time talking about country music or wrestling, I'm out of here. <laughs> don't worry. That's why we kicked Trevor off the show. <laughs> you don't have that, to and he couldn't wake up by 7 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was talking about jobs that he was fired from uh, yesterday on the show. Did he mention He was like, I've only been fired from two because I stopped showing up to the other ones. No, he'd only been fired from one, but I said you were fired from K. I texted him and said you were fired from KRC. <laughs> he was like, no, I, I, kinda. <laughs> it was actually kind of funny. Oh. He was fired from being DJ at KRC, and that is what we can confirm here at the station. It's 11 p.m. I just saw the IU game score. I'm calling the LPD for a welfare check on Scooter Dingus. Speaking of Christmas tournaments, we played Carmelo Anthony in Oak Hill my junior year in the Lexington Christmas tournament. We did not win. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Dude, that has got to be so cool. It's cool you can say that. Yeah. Did you do anything cool I'm in the game? I'm curious what school you went to, too. To, uh, I didn't. I, did, I, I, I remember Oak Hill that, playing. Yeah, I don't know. They had to that. have had like Rondo or somebody to come to Lexington, right? Yeah. Well, they would have been about. Rondo's about the same age as Carmelo. Mm-hmm, yeah, you're kind of right. I know he went there. Carmelo was that 03 year. But he was a freshman and Rondo went so, for two years. So I think So they, they probably were... would have never been at Oak Hill together, though. Yeah, I don't know. Text, I, I also don't know. You can share some more texture. That's a fun that'll be a fun Friday, like wormhole to go down temporarily. Sure, we got a lot a lot to get to. Scoots doesn't make any sense. He can only drive a manual to keep him focused. Well, what the hell happened when you plowed right into the guy in the beautiful truck outside of Norton Commons? And you want an SUV. Not sure many, how many manual SUVs are out there, pal. That's a great point. I said I was open to an SUV. Might might want an SUV. And if that's the case, I will have to get an automatic. Maybe you can get one of those. Uh, do you remember the Extreme Blazers, TJ? The like, lowrider ones? No. In, uh, I'm sure if I saw The mid-2000s. Yeah, they were like kind of lower. They're like all the trucks? red. No, they were. I remember the low rider trucks, which were the dumbest thing. This was it was a kind of a low riding SUV, and they would always pimp them out with subs and all that. They those might have stick shift. There you go, there you go. I think the big guy reading the cornbread hemp ad in the intro would be pure gold. Oh yeah, that's a good. That point. would be kind of funny. <laughs> Although he'd probably like he'd, Not, pro- he'd probably offend cornbread hemp. Yeah. Do you really want Trevor Kelsey being the face of your product? It's. Not as good as some of the stuff I've had in terms of getting me where I need to go, but it's relaxing. <laughs> I've had enough with Nick's little double-click sound he makes when he thinks he's made a good point. Generally, his tails his tails are not good. Mm. I can't believe TJ hasn't vetoed this strange noise. Same. I wouldn't expect Scoots to intervene. Scoots doesn't like sex. <laughs> can't trust that guy. <laughs> But what the hell is that, Roush? You tick, uh, you got a tick or Tourette's. It used to be just one or two per show, but lately it's every five minutes. It's god awful sound. It's not funny, and you're not cute. I don't think, <laughs> I, I don't know what makes you, what makes me cringe more: your stupid click click noise or the chef's kiss. Both absolutely horrible. Still love you, buddy, but steer clear of those weird noises. Oh man, I just like to make noises. I. <laughs> <laughs> I have noticed it. Maybe I'm picking them up more. I don't know. Yeah, I have no, thought you it's have just been like doing a, it. You've a, been doing it more. I just thought it's a tick. Like you're not. You can't even. There's help too it. much I, silence, and I just. I start, think you like, can't help it. I mean, it might be Tourette's. 
How do you oh. do it? Just click the... Gotcha. Okay. I got a hole in the wall for you, though, gents. <laughs> the sales alarm. John uh, Hilsman here, class of 03. Like me, Chuck Nasty had a nice place in Germantown, right down the street from the Sports Talker. Uh, from Saint X Sports Talker. Oh, so it's yeah. just right down the street from Saint X is what they're saying. Yeah, he's he's giving me the Noah guy. He has a great derby parties every year at Cahill's, but we hang in the same circles. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Was hoping to see you for a roll call, but yeah, man, cut out the noises. Cut <laughs> out. Really, really hates the noises. Do you ever go to Flabby's by St. X in Germantown? No. They'd have all – gosh, I remember – I forget how much they charge you. I think it was like they, they had all-you-can-eat wings for $5, but their wings were good. Huh. I mean, they were just like your bar frozen wings, but they had a really good spicy buffalo sauce. Mm-hmm. And when you were in high school, it was the best wings. Eat, yeah. The best wings you'd ever had and all-you-can-eat and for cheap, except the only issue with Flabby's is you'd go there and there'd be a sign on the door that'd say – off out vacation, be back next week. You come back the next week, that sign would be there. You'd come back the next week, that sign would be there. Then you'd come back, and it'd be back open again. You'd never know. You'd never know. Uh, you got the next one. Okay. Um, suck a something, Louisville, you big sack of idiots. <laughs> well, I almost let IU cost me a couple units thanks to Scooter. Luckily, I hammered the second half Wisconsin money line at plus 1,000. Wow. Whoa, and cashed the hell out. That's you pretty just awesome. about had me there, you dirty, dirty little dingus, you. That would I Good wish, on you. I wish I was at home last night because I would have done the same thing. Yeah, no doubt. Oh yeah, that's a real shame. Couldn't be even. Couldn't even live bet against your team to hope to hedge your emotional trauma. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but Trevor. I believe it was him. Absolutely murdered the new intro for your all show. The Grove Street Party music after Tom Leach screams during games is some elite stuff. It's really good. We we may we may we have like a change or two that we'd like to it, but for the most part, Trevor and his intros does an amazing really job. We joke with Trevor a lot. We very much love him, and we think he's very talented when he applies himself. How did Trevor? How did, how did Tyree get the job at FSU so easily? For all that he's done at U he doesn't seem to be all that marketable as an AD. He's not, and that's why it's super weird. And that's why I totally believe the conspiracy theory the, that mm-hmm. that this was kind of brought on by the ACC to some degree. And I had some friends. I, I I threw that to some U friends. One group was like, "Oh yeah, I mean that makes as much sense as anything else." Because why else would Florida State hire this dude? And another group was like, "No way." There's no way that's true. If that ever got out that the ACC was making recommendations, first off, ACC commissioners allowed – they are talking with presidents about open AD jobs. They just do. That's something that happens. I wouldn't say it's like happens every single time verbatim that the conference commissioner's in the thick of an open job, but I wouldn't doubt if reaching out here and there is part of the job criteria, and I wouldn't be surprised in the, in the least if he said, well, if you guys ever need a name, this guy at UofL, he'd be good. It makes as much sense as anything else because there's no reason that Florida State would have Tyre on their radar. And they could be getting them for cheap. Yeah. He's got no other yeah. options. And how do you like that U of L nearly supposedly overseeing this stuff while except <laughs> while interviewing for the Penn State job, mind you? They update Tyre's contract. No non compete, no thirty day notice, and so he's free. He can go wherever he wants, whenever he wants. Do you think that Florida State gave him no money? They asked for no money. They got no money. No, so they, they let him out of this contract for free with one small little tidbit. 
The tidbit is an added addendum for continued cooperation with NCAA stuff. So what I think uh, happened is L said, listen, this whole stuff is a mess. Everything going on is a mess. We'll let you go to Florida State free of charge. No worries. We'll let you out of our contract. But if the NCAA needs you or we need you to fly to Indianapolis or there's something with the appeals process or something like that, you're helping us out. You're doing what we ask of you. You're cooperating. Cool? And I bet he said cool. I bet everybody said, all right, let's just do that. You still probably could have gotten a mill out of Florida State, though. They always are handing out cash. Can we say, though, now, like, I get why L wasn't letting Tim Sullivan in their board meetings? Well, that's they would probably always try to block that regardless of what was going on. But, yeah, I mean, it seems like they were pretty wild. Th- they were definitely discussing things more than just Vince Tyree leaving. If Neely Bendapudi, what was it, last Friday, was agreeing to all this? Man, I love when I get uh, a Rick Bozich tweet. I'm just like, oh, I can't see it. I'm going to have to go. Gonna have to go dark mode. At this point, Louisville has to be doing this stuff on purpose. Where's that Oklahoma reporter that said OU is having crazy time with staff turnover? <laughs> Has Bobby Regan uh, written an article on U of L this go around? Um, I'm sure he will. I enjoy it because his headlines really piss them off. Like it just, and he gets the clicks too. So hey, he's doing his job. He's bringing them in. Oh boy, everybody, buckle the hell up. <laughs> Rick Bozich, WDRB, just asked a friend of Vince Tyree if the latest development could result in Tyree staying at Louisville. His response, yep, another fun day at the old ballpark. (laughs) So if it was a Neely versus Vince thing, guess what, Vince? Neely's gone, baby. Man, Todd Spalding right now, just take a victory lap, buddy. So what if Vince comes back? And then he gets rid of Scott. And brings in Brock. Oh! And then they make him president. Oh, my gosh. This is just anarchy. Oh, that's just wild. Yeah, as Eric Crawford said, make Oscar Brom president, Greg Brom athletic director, Jeff Brom football coach. Let's make it happen. I can be the associate AD. Suck it, roll call. Think Andy Bashir would get my name right? Wow, if I'm a U of L fan, I'm actually that little avenue makes me happy. But do you want Vince back? I mean, this is if, even if, worse. If he brings Brom back, you want him. But this is this is much, much worse than the Scott Satterfield flirtation with South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it would be kind of funny if like Florida, you know, Florida State's probably like, wait, we thought this was a layup. <laughs> now we're not even gonna get this guy. And Vince is like, well, you know, I just wanted to be closer to my parents and Oh boy! I just need Papa John to somehow make mm-hmm. make his presence known. Somebody get that guy a microphone. Stat a texter. Good, great morn. Brookies in the stew. Nick's out here scooping fools, and IU won. Just kidding about that last one. There is no good Louisville fans. They deserve everything and more. Wow, that's uh. There are some good Louisville fans. But, no, we don't have time for it. <laughs> it won't be long until UofL has the best football facilities in the FCS. <laughs> what on earth is going on at Louisville? I love UK beating up on them, but this is a starry state of affairs for the cards. I actually kind of feel sorry for the fans. There is a part of me that feels sorry for the fans. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Texter says, I flipped to the hyperbole, and someone texted in asking, if Neely leaves, does that mean Tyree can stay and we can still get Braum? They're struggling right now. Well, is that, I mean, it's possible. It seems like Rick Bozich is saying that that's a possibility. And again, I think if you're Tyree, why would he want to go be the athletic director at Florida State in Tallahassee? In a perfect world, he wanted to get extended at U of L. He wants to be the lifelong athletic director at U of L. He said that I want to be here for a few years and I'll step aside when it's my time. He loves it. He he can't he can't get enough of it. He wants to stay at U of L and be the big shot around town. But Neely and him were butting heads, and Neely's gone now. This maybe couldn't happen a day too soon for for Vince. Man. I bet I bet Vince stays. I'll 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 take that leap. I'll make that hot take. I oh, bet. Oh man. I, I bet Vince stays and they bring Brahman. You have one more day to be right. By the way, you need this to move fast. Oh my god! And how crazy would it be if it if it did happen? Tomorrow. Again, Friday like, news like I talked about last week, UofL had two avenues. They had like this dark, dreadful, scary place of you know football relevancy, or you give the fans what they want. And maybe it doesn't lead to wins immediately, but folks would be excited, recruits would be excited, you'd get butts back in the seat. That avenue's still open. It's still there for UofL. All they have to do, bring Tyree back and let him, let him do what he wants to do. Let's bring Brom home. Boy. But also could just happen that Tyree's announced at Florida State like within the next hour. And then U of L truly left in the dark. <laughs> Don't let all this U of L madness overshadow the fact that Indiana choked away a twenty two point lead <laughs> and blew the chance to get their first win at Wisconsin since World War II. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what a day for all this Louisville stuff to happen. <laughs> God. Thank you, Cardinals. Oh, man. Think of how much better a company cornbread could be if the state legislator didn't suck. Can't say that. Yeah, no, can't say that. Uh, but you are right. Oh, and Ohio passed sports gambling. So now Kentucky, truly the only state. And only one state touches more states than Kentucky. Yet Kentucky, all the states it touches, has sports gambling. Oh, no. John here. Good cornbread hit morning with talks about gummy bears. I had the song, I'm a gummy bear, stuck in my head. Where is one song that if you hear or talk about, it will just get stuck in your head? Probably okay. Baby Shark. Gotta go. Or Go today. Cubs Go. Those get stuck in my head, John. Yeah, or any of those like Rick Rollin' type songs. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah, like the 80s. Something about 80s music. Uh, Hungry Eyes. Can we try to predict the next big head-scratching moment coming from U of L? No, we can't. I, this this is just really like I, I takes think, the game. It and you know another game. thing about Tyree coming back too. Mac knows that you went to bat for him, so you like smooth waters on the basketball front. Because because Satter or uh, Tyree didn't want Mac to get suspended at all. Neely wanted Mac fired, and Tyree was like, "That's the dumbest thing in the world. We're not firing him for this." So, Tyree coming back and letting him do what he wants to do, allegedly bring Jeff Brom home, is U of L fans' best and favorite option. Tyree's the hero again. Yeah, he's the he's the White Knight. Or the this Dark is the Knight. Batman. He's the Batman. Wow. And you know what? If you put a Batman face on, I bet the mouth doesn't. I mean, 
You could see it. Although he'd have a problem being Batman. He'd just take his mask off and be like, it's actually me, Vince Tyree, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Got to call a press conference. And then he does it again. They're like, we know. You did this last time. We know it's you, all right? It's me. It's me, Vince Tyree. Oh, gosh. Vince Tyree announces a Vince Tyree statue next to Lamar Jackson statue. Oh, man. Morning, TJ Nick. I have a suggestion for U of L. Hire Butch Beard as president. Put Jerry Eves on the board of trustees, and Harold Dare Griffith as AD. Man, Jerry Eves as in a power position at U of L would make so many people mad. Jerry Eves made a big play for the job after Denny Crum, and I wouldn't be. And he tried to make a play for the interim head coaching spot after Rick Pitino. I wouldn't be shocked if he thinks that he should be the athletic director. I would almost guarantee it. Jeff Brom would be an idiot to take the Louisville job at this point. He wants to come home. And I will say the next person that becomes like the next person that you're you're the is, you are yes. the you're the Batman. The the next pro U of L person on a public stage is going to be a hero. Oh man. You know, so whether that's Brom or whether that's I don't know who it's going to be. If you got a big name AD but they won't. Because like things can't get any worse. If you come in and make them competent, you're going to be the greatest thing to ever happen to this city. I mean, treating you like Ali. Wild times. A texter says, first he names his kid Duke, now he's cheering for Louisville. What the hell, Roush? Suck it, buddy. Mm. Suck it to me. On campus, UofL has a case of emergency break break open this Crown Royal bottle. It's actually like anywhere you'd see a fire alarm. They also have the Crown Royal shot right next to it. (laughs) Just one of those purple bags. The Minority Hall one just can't stay intact. That one just keeps getting broken. Morning, guys. Got a late start today. My initial reaction to the current swath of U of L nonsense is the same as yours. To be honest, though, I'm getting a little U of L being U of L fatigue. I mean, the ridiculousness of it all is humorous, but it's like that weird guy in your office who won't let his bad running joke die at this point. Honestly, feel bad for some of the normal cards fans. However, there are a few. Uh, there are, however, few there may be. Vanetti for one. Spankin' Baker and his ilk, not so much. Yeah, Vanetti was dropping F-bombs on Twitter. He, he wants so to mad. enter the fan transfer portal. Yeah, well, hey, Tony, I know you're a big Mark Stoops fan. Come on down, buddy. We've got a big blue shirt waiting for you. We can even make it a turtleneck. I know you like those. And the beauty of all this is two weeks ago from yesterday. <laughs> or two weeks, two weeks from yesterday, 13 days from now. Cats are going to beat them in basketball, and their fans are going to lose. Them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know what just happened two weeks ago too? They got they thought they were yeah. going to beat Kentucky in football. Oh gosh, things change quickly in Louisville in this crazy old town. Oh, whew. I, in my imaginary world, there's a thirty for thirty on the Jurich era, and it is like the U. Then there's a thirty for thirty on the post Jurich era, and it's like the U part two. Really should be. This is this. Is, you can't make this stuff up. And this is if Ty, if what a what a twist that'd be if Tyree comes back. <laughs> it's like an action movie. Neely yeah. Bendapudi and Vince Tyree's planes get in the air just in time. They look out the window and the campus is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you can see and it. it's the sheriff holding his badge up. He's like, "Stop that plane!" <laughs> <laughs> He's on the tarmac trying to catch him <laughs> on a horse, just galloping. <laughs> Oh, really and me, meanwhile, Papa John's just going, yes, <laughs> yes. His, his day of reckoning. <laughs> he's in his pizza bunker. Uh, if we're dogging on Roush, I also hate the way he's been doing the roll call lately. Roll cow. 
the hell is that? You know, it's like change it up. Anyone check on Deputy Doofus? I can't wait to hear his spin. These weren't Louisville men. <laughs> <laughs> he has also supposedly has a really tough time saying Neely been to Pooty, so supposedly it's a good thing she's out of town. Mm. Trevor tries it. U of LAD. <laughs> Texter says this is from Neely. Are you leaving? I'll be Vince. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You be Neely. Okay. I'm Neely. He's okay. Vince. Are you leaving? Yeah. Are you? Yes. Well, you go first. No, you go first. No, no, no. You go first. <laughs> Seems like Neely went first. <laughs> and now Vince comes back. You know what to say? Ladies first. <laughs> I'm going to see Tyree go through the football locker room with a paintball gun like Ari Gold. Oh. <laughs> the whole athletic program, or just the whole school at this point. And then Mike, oh. there was a report yesterday, though, that like for the interim AD, they were going to hire somebody from academics. And it just made me think that like Neely wanted to have academics take over all U of L. I don't think, I think maybe Neely was doing a great job. I'm certainly kind of talking out of my butt with some of this. I think U of L is going to be just all right without Neely Bendapudi. That's my opinion, not really having any clue, but it did seem like she was maybe a little too hands on with some of the athletics. I want to see. Oh, sorry. Uh, please, sweet baby Jesus, let there be a photo of Neely Bendapudi doing L's oh down out of her plane window before she takes off. We got to get an L's down, Neely Bendapudi. That would be. <sighs> wow. Tyre, hurry up. Fire sat for Brahm and depart Louisville, a legend. His, his goodbye gift to the city. Wait, so UVL's president taking Penn State job means the ACC collapses? I can't keep up anymore. That's kind of where we're at. <laughs> just, who knows? Oh, all right. It's going to be a fun radio day. Oh, by the way, Paul Miles of 840. Louisville Athletic Board meeting tomorrow to consider football ticket pricing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, folks. Living in history. We'll be back tomorrow. Friday edition going to be even more fun. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Whoa. Nick Roush, Justin Kaler. Spend my dollar, park and holler, needs a mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight, make a little loving, a little turn loving on a Mason-Dixon night. It's my life, oh so right, my Dixie.